0: Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. I believed in what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and pretty much do whatever I want because it is all about me, right? Until God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. I left my executive career to help others deepen their relationship with God and the faith For true acceptance, love, peace, and joy. Here is my reflection for today. Sometimes you gotta check out to check in. I've been struggling with distraction and prayer. I've really been struggling doing things instead of being. You know, I'll have all intentions to sit down and pray in the morning and start my day with God. And then I start freaking out at all the things I have to do. I get kind of scared about some of the new things I'm doing. I'm starting in, you know, to go down paths that I've never been down before. And this is typical of me. This whole journey on this ministry has been everything new. I have been like a child learning how to walk, how to eat, how to go poop. (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm learning everything. And it's really cool. It's, it's amazing because I think, you know, hey, at the ripe old age of 48, I'm learning like, you know, I'm a youngster and it's really invigorating, but it's also scarier than heck when you don't really know what you're doing and you're relying on so many people. But guess what? The only one I really should be relying on is God and my relationship with him in prayer. And I've been struggling with that. And so I checked out for a while. Probably You probably haven't heard one of these podcasts for a while, unless you're going back in the archives, because I really needed to figure it out. I needed to disconnect from the stress of this stuff that I was in the midst of and this productivity and connect with some spiritual friends, which I haven't seen or heard from in a while because I have been in the work mode so much, you know, producing things, etc., And I haven't seen my family, I haven't connected with anyone, and yet over the past couple weeks I have, and that has made such a difference. Because when you can share your your journey with somebody else who knows exactly what you're talking about, has been there, done that, maybe many times, you don't feel alone, and you feel okay, and you 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 feel supported, but there's also some real practical advice that you can receive real practical resources that you can receive from these people. Oh, have you checked out this? Have you checked out that? Have you checked out this? And it's amazing because if you don't have (laughs) these conversations, nobody knows what you're struggling with and nobody can help you. So yeah, there's the spiritual companions who are phenomenal. And I am so happy that I took the time out to actually meet with some of them in person. And I've got a few more of you on my calendar that I'm hoping to meet soon. But then on the other side, it's God that's the most important. And that was where I was struggling. Focusing, I would, you know, open up my laptop, look at my inbox, all of the lovely emails that you get. And I know a lot of you are out there with all these nice spiritual reflections, the daily readings, the saint of the day, you know, all the different things that come in your inbox. And probably, you know, 20 for me, 25 maybe. Sometimes it's overwhelming. And then I felt myself just going through it, reading it, listening to it. You know, before I was done or when I was done, it was just a checkbox activity. I recited the rosary. I recited my St. Bridget prayer. I read the scriptures. And I, you know what? At the end of the day, I was zooming through them and I wasn't stopping. I wasn't listening. I wasn't hearing things that I should have been hearing through the scripture. You know, when you take time to read it, I was just zipping through it. That is not prayer. God says, you can keep that, honey. I don't need that kind of a relationship. You know, you don't fake it. You don't just zip through the stuff. Before you know it, all of a sudden you're <laughs> you're at the Hail Holy Queen at the end of the rosary and you're like, oh, uh, what? I don't even know what mysteries I we did today, you know? So that is not what God wants. God wants our time and he wants our love. It's all about love. And if you can't quiet your mind and go somewhere and share how much you love with God, God doesn't want your cruddy prayers. (laughs) I don't know what any other way to say it. He doesn't want that stuff. You can keep it. You know, you want someone giving you lip service, telling them they, oh yeah, yeah. I love you, honey. You know, I mean, I I remember there was a couple that I knew they would hang up the phone every single time. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Well, does it have the same meaning anymore (laughs) when you say it? Like it's, you know, just a closing to a conversation. So that's what happened. I had to Check out to check in, and this morning, holy moly, I went to mass, and I had the most amazing experience. I honestly felt God in ways that I haven't in a, in you know quite a few weeks, and then I went to confession. It's this beautiful, beautiful church that has confession every single day. It's awesome, and had the most incredible conversation with the priest behind that screen. He was basically reiterating what all my spiritual companions were saying. We're human. There's not one person that doesn't struggle with distraction. But I also know that we can fix that. There are methods and you need to practice controlling your mind. And you can. And you don't have to be a cloistered nun to do it. (laughs) It's fairly logical and it's fairly simple. You just have to commit to practice that method. And I have quite a few because I started digging into the saints and I started, you know, watching all these amazing things through resources on distracted prayer and there's a ton of stuff out there and you're going to find what works for you. But I'm going to share those. I'm actually going to be putting together a workshop um this this summer. I think, you know, nothing's more distracting than summer seems like you're not nearly as focused on God. I mean, heck, half the parishes have summer hours. I mean, Jesus doesn't take a vacation. Our lives don't take a vacation from him. So let's try to go deeper with him this summer. Maybe you've got a little bit more free time or it's not as structured of a routine and you can whip open a book while you're at a son's, you know, baseball game or tournament and you're in between games or whatever you have going on taking that vacation why don't you get a spiritual book there's ways again that we can teach ourselves how to have a better relationship with God and that in <laughs> along with all of the things in my ministry That I've been learning like a child over these past couple of years. Everything is new. It's really awesome to learn, like, you know, everything at the ripe old age of 48 and look at everything like a child. But I'm also, you know, scared. And how is this gonna get done? And who's gonna help me? And yet, silly wabbit, God has provided me everybody and everything in my ministry since I started this. Silly rabbit, Twix of a kids. I don't know why I went off on that, but I do. I feel like a silly rabbit for, for thinking that I know the answer. God is it. So check out in order to check in. If you guys are out there wigging out, panicking, you, you don't have time for anybody but maybe it's your work. Maybe it's, you know, maybe you're a caregiver and you're only giving yourself to other people. You know, maybe you're an at-home mom or homeschooling and you got a bunch of kids running around and there's been no time for you to check out in order to check in with God. You need to make that time. So one thing I'd love to ask all of you today, I know it's a Friday night. Um, maybe you're heading out for a glass of wine or something with some friends or you're just going to have a, you know, nice evening with your family or buckle down with a movie, maybe a spiritual book. <laughs> just take a moment and if you can physically go to a church. I don't care what religion you are, no religion. If you can go to a Catholic church and sit down, hopefully it's open. Sit down in the front of the altar, in front of the tabernacle. Or better yet, if your Catholic Church has a adoration chapel, has an adoration chapel, go there because you will be sitting in front of the Blessed Sacrament in a totally different experience, okay. of course. Oops, sorry, just a reminder coming up. And guess what that reminder is? It's my 30 minute reminder that the chaplet is to be recited at three o'clock. <laughs> yes, I put prayer reminders in my phone. One method to remind me about keeping God in front of me all day throughout the day. Okay, so go to a church, go to an adoration chapel, and at least at least spend 15 minutes there saying, God, I'm sorry. I haven't been here in a long time, and I miss you, and I love you. Just go tell him how much you love him. Don't pour out all your stuff. He just wants your love. He knows what's going on with you. But he wants your love. And when you love somebody, you make time for them. And when you love somebody, think about the first time you fell in love. You couldn't stop thinking about that person. They like permeated your mind all day, every day. You couldn't wait to see them. You couldn't wait to talk to them. That's what our relationship with God is supposed to be like. And when you do reconnect that relationship you're gonna feel him and you're gonna see him and he you know you're gonna think about him all day you're gonna see him in nature in people in words in scripture and that's when life becomes the true life us being little christs running around because we have him within us and we want him within us all day every day so stop give him some of your time but not at home. Physically go there. Show him. It, you are going to make the time for him. Okay, everyone. Ah, so amazing. And here we are. Um, I know this is probably dated and timed, but we are approaching Corpus Christi. And this is a beautiful time in the church where we celebrate the Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord down here on this earth where we can bring him into our body spirit, mind, and soul, and have him grow in us, really, seriously, physically, mentally, spiritually, and transform us from within. It's the most amazing thing and why daily mass is such an awesome, awesome gift. We can receive the Lord every single day. And I don't mean to make those who can't make mass every day feel bad, but it is an awesome thing. And if you haven't gone to daily mass before, try to squeeze that in. You can probably find a church that has one at night or at noon by your office. And again, in the morning, some uh, some parishes have mass at 6 o'clock, 6.30, so you can tuck it in before you commute into the office if you have that issue. Go to org. You can find most uh, updated times for masses, but do me a favor. If you find a location, go to their website and check their bulletin. Go to the bulletin. You're going to get the most up-to-date information on Mass Times there. Not even the website. Sometimes they don't update that. And masstimes.org sometimes doesn't get updated either. So just a heads up. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Take care.